You're listening to You've Got This, episode 34. Welcome to You've Got This, a weekly podcast for higher education professionals looking to increase their confidence and capacity for juggling the day-to-day demands of an academic life. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Linder. As an avid reader and writer, I'm thrilled that this episode of You've Got This is sponsored by Stylus Publishing, a leading independent U.S. publisher that focuses on books for teachers, administrators, and policymakers in higher education. YGT listeners receive a 20% off discount for all books purchased through the Stylus website at www.styluspub.com using code YGT20. So make sure to check out their catalog to see if you can find your next great read. On this episode, I thought I would share a no-fail productivity trick that I have stumbled across that is helping me to combat procrastination. I'm not sure why, um, but lately the struggle has been very real in terms of getting things done. Um, My best guess is that I probably have a little too much on my plate and I'm craving, you know, rest and Netflix binging and wanting to just kind of be lazy and scroll through my social media um, all morning long on the weekends. And um, I've really had to kind of think to myself, especially because I do have stuff on my plate and there are deadlines looming, how can I really make sure that I'm staying productive when I'm not really feeling very motivated? And this is something that I've talked about in the past on the show. I'll link to that episode in the show notes. But I kind of stumbled across this trick for myself and I thought this is just too good not to share. So here's what I'm doing. I'm making sure that if there's something that I really don't want to do, for whatever reason, maybe I just don't feel like it or I'm not in the right mood or it's just something that I don't really enjoy doing, um, I make sure that I am productive with something that's related to that general genre of task and I can't, I can put it off. I'm like allowing myself to put off the thing I don't want to do, but I have to do something else instead. So let me give you a couple examples of this to make sure I'm kind of being clear about what I mean. So let's say, for example, that I am putting off doing the dishes. And this is something if you've listened to the show, you know, this is like my kryptonite dishes and folding laundry. I really don't enjoy it. Um, So I might say to myself, "Okay, you can't do the dishes, but you need to vacuum the kitchen floor. Like you need to do something else to clean the kitchen. If you're not going to do the dishes, you need to do something else that's that's cleaning that space. And or maybe I'll say, you know, if you're not going to do the dishes, you need to wipe down all the counters. Well, once I start to try to wipe down all the counters, I'm going to very quickly realize I can't do that because they're covered in dishes. So sometimes what this ends up prompting me to do is I kind of get started. And then just that little bit of a boost gets me to do the thing that I wasn't really wanting to do. But what it always ensures is that something gets done that's good. So I could also expand that out a little bit more to say, okay, so you don't want to do the dishes, but you need to do something else that's like domestic and cleaning your house. So maybe I don't do the dishes, but I vacuum all of my upstairs carpets, or um, I put some laundry in the, the laundry machine, or I fold the clothes that I don't want to fold. So this works in a number of different ways. You can kind of create your genres of what do you mean? You know, is it just housework? Is it something to do with tidying up your kitchen or tidying up a certain space? Um, So you could also think about this in terms of any kind of paperwork or other logistics that you need to work on. And that leads me to another example. So I have been um, planning a trip that's coming up soon, and I'm going to be visiting three different campuses over the span of a week. 
And then the the tail end of that trip actually goes right into a work trip. So the first part of the trip is for my side business. And then the second part of the trip is for my work with Oregon State. And so there's all these travel logistics with this trip. that It's kind of crazy. And I've been just flagging the emails so that I can go back to them later, print out you know all the different things I need to know. I'm staying in three different, four different hotels over the course of the trip. I have to do a rental car in the first part of the trip. I've got all these different flights. I've got different people booking the flights for me. I've booked some, but someone at OSU has booked some of the other flights. I mean, it's just kind of nuts in terms of all the different logistics. And for some of the legs of the trip, I've just been kind of putting off, like, getting the file together and really trying to figure out what exactly am I supposed to be doing and where do I need to be when. And so I might say to myself, okay, you know, like, you're not going to kind of pull together the more complicated parts of the trip, but at the very least, you're going to figure out your flight information. You know, like, so you can procrastinate on some of the other pieces of, like, printing out all the driving directions, for example, because I'm going to be driving to a few different places in New York. Um, But... I'm going to at least print out my tickets so I know, you know, I can plan a little bit better about when I need to leave and that kind of thing. And again, this might give me the momentum to actually pull the file together, but it's getting something done related to the travel planning logistics of this trip. The other one that I think is a a really good example for this is if you have writing or revision tasks that you're not wanting to do. And maybe you have a couple different projects on your plate. You can procrastinate on one, but the rule is you have to work on the other. So if you're going to put off one of the projects, at the very least, you're going to get some original content or some editing done on the other project that's on your plate. So basically what this does is it gives yourself permission to put off some of the work, but it means that you're not putting off some of the work and doing something that's completely not going to move you forward. Um, you're not just going to sit in front of the TV or just scroll through your social media or you know listen to podcasts or all those kinds of things that I might do that are helpful to me in some ways and certainly help me to kind of rest and rejuvenate. And there's a place for that. But sometimes I get into a phase where I'm doing that too much and I'm really just putting off everything when I need to be making some inroads on the to-do list I have and the things I need to get done. So what I have found is this kind of no-fail trick is really helping me to move things forward. And eventually what happens is you get to a place where there's nothing else that you can do other than the thing that you don't want to do. And you've kind of cleared the decks of all these other things, and you finally have to kind of get down to finishing that project that you've been putting off. So it, But in the meantime, rather than kind of letting everything else pile up, because this is what I found, when you're procrastinating from one thing, you feel so bad about the fact that you're procrastinating from that one thing that you don't do anything else because you know you really should be doing that one thing. But if you give yourself permission to not do that one thing, it allows you to kind of focus your energy on other things until you have to circle back to it because of a deadline or because it's really the only thing left on your plate. So I think that there are probably a million different ways that this could apply to our professional lives. But the idea is, how do you stay productive in some way while you're procrastinating from certain things? So it's a little bit of a game. It's definitely tricking yourself into doing some things that maybe you don't want to do. But I have to tell you, it's been incredibly helpful for me, especially lately when I've got a million things on my to-do list and there's certain things that I'm just not looking forward to, I can always kind of clear my brain and focus on other things to make sure I'm moving projects forward. So I would love to hear if this is something that you try, if it's something that you think could work for you, and some concrete examples of how you might use it in your own professional or personal life. Um, And also, of course, I want to hear all the productivity tricks you're using to combat procrastination in your work. 
I'm Katie Linder. Thanks for checking in this week. I'll be back next week with a new episode. Show notes and transcripts for each episode of You've Got This can be found at ygtforyouvegotthispodcast.com. That's ygtpodcast.com. Don't forget that if you're looking for a good book, this episode of You've Got This is sponsored by Stylus Publishing, a leading independent U.S. publisher that focuses on books for teachers, administrators, and policymakers in higher education. YGT listeners receive a 20% off discount for books purchased through the Stylus website at www.styluspub.com using code YGT20. To comment on today's show, suggest a topic for me to discuss, or ask a question that could be featured in a future episode, connect with me on Twitter at Katie double underscore Linder or at YGT underscore podcast or by emailing feedback at ygtpodcast.com. You can also hear from me each week on the Research in Action podcast, available in iTunes and via my Learn Like a Boss weekly email newsletter. Subscribe to this newsletter at katielinder.work to receive an essay focused on topics like productivity, resilience, and what it means to learn like it's your job delivered directly to your inbox each week. If you find that you've got this podcast to be a helpful resource, please consider leaving the show a review in iTunes. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And tell your friends and colleagues, the best promotion for the show is definitely word of mouth. If you want to learn more about my work and projects or how to hire me as a consultant, workshop facilitator, or speaker, visit my website, katielinder.work. Thanks for listening.